Hey everyone, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading. We're your hosts, Jerry and Shauna. And today we are chatting about sheep versus goats or goats versus sheep. What's it's, Yeah, see, goats versus sheep. That sounds that's, way better. That's the way. So, way to screw that title <laughs> up, Shauna. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, before we get started, we're doing, because we didn't do it last week, our unusual animal of the week, mostly because I was exhausted. You couldn't tell <laughs> during that podcast. I have a very old golden retriever who keeps me up. And we had a couple of really bad nights. He's 15. He's actually going to be 16 in February. Is that, that crazy? That is insane. Um, so he's an old guy, and he just needs to get up a lot like old people do. <laughs> I <guess>. Right? <laughs> Lots of extra care during the night. Yeah, and it was just one of those weeks where I was exhausted. So sorry about that. <laughs> but I'm back, people. I'm back. I feel good. Had lots of caffeine today. Nothing's stopping We're me. We're prepared. Yeah. I was like, well, having two cups today. Um yeah, that's how crazy I am. <laughs> Two cups of tea, not even coffee. <laughs> tea. Okay, um, so unusual animal. Yeah, our unusual animal is the Jacob sheep because he thought we're doing sheep and goats. So why not do an unusual sheep breed? Um, the Jacob sheep is actually from um, the UK. It's a British breed. It is, it's, it's black and white. It's multicolored. It kind of looks like um, a cow. Like, you know, the yeah. black and white cows? Yeah, very, very cute. But a fluffy version. And it has multi-horns. Multi so it's, it has, like, four horns. It has, like, two on the top and then two that come down. I'm using my hand signs Yeah, again. so it has two on the top of its head, like a normal sheep or a goat. But then it has one on either side of its head, like, coming, coming, coming down. down to the side. It's the it's almost kind of, like, alien-ish looking, I Satan. think. Satan. Satan. <laughs> It's like, what am I thinking? <laughs> Satan. Um, yes, that. Yeah, it kind of does, actually. But they're very, very cute. I mean, they're adorable. As cute as Satan could be. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, look at <laughs> him. little Satan. Now, if I ever get one, I'm naming him Satan. or her Satan, yeah. no matter what their gender is. Yeah. One day we'll have all of the animals we speak of. That's because right. Because we like to collect them. Um, so they are bred for their meat and for their fleece. So they are like a wool sheep. Um, they are small, smaller, smallish than regular sheep, I guess. And they, but they're really hardy. So it makes them, I guess, super, um, economical because they, uh, don't have a lot of health problems that you don't need to feed them as much. And so I guess they're just a good sheep breed to have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're looking for, like Sean said, the meat or the fleece, you know, or even just grazers. Honestly, it sounds like a great grazer. Like a grazer that doesn't have like health, like a ton of health problems or just super hardy. I mean, point, that's Sherry. the kind you want. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> that's right. Little, lots of little Satans running around my field. <laughs> Satan one, <laughs> two, three. Um, okay. So we did an episode previously on, um, what was it? Uh, chickens versus ducks. So we thought we'd do another one on goats versus sheep because a lot of time, so many people ask, um, this thing is really bogging, but can you like fix this? <laughs> um, a lot of times people ask like, um, should I get sheep or goats? And basically like, what's the, really the difference? Um, or like I'm getting goats for, that's not, yeah. that's not better. Is that better? Yeah, it's fine. Is that fine? Yeah, we're okay. good. Sorry. Technical stuff. Um, so a lot of the times people will ask, like, should I get, I want goats to graze or whatever. So the thing that we have talked about this before, okay, um, 
goats are your browsers and sheep are your grazers. Yeah. So a browser means that they eat anything um, higher. So uh, your bushes, you know, low-lying trees, that kind of stuff. And then the grazers are an animal that will eat straight from the ground, the grasses, you know, weeds, all that stuff, flowers, whatever you are planting and really love. That's what they eat. Um, so well, yeah. the there's a difference. Really yeah, exactly. Sure. So there's a, there's a difference. And you need to be sure that if you are in the process of getting animals because, oh, I really need my weeds taken down, you need to look for a grazer and not a browser. For sure. We really need a heater in this room next time because this is freaking cold right now. I like can't feel my face. Well, I, I blame mom and dad. They're not home and they're not here to start a fire. Dad. Brr. Rude. <laughs> like, good I thing we're not thing. on camera right now because I feel like. be on there. I yeah. can hear even. You can? My microphone, yeah. Okay, see? I told you. I'm just, apparently I'm just going to hold that. Okay, go ahead. Um. Anyway, so they do have, you can house them together. They can be on the, you can put them in the same pasture because they're pasture animals they're herding animals so you can have sheep and goats together to live harmoniously harmoniously i mean so yeah you definitely can be be sure just because you have a male sheep and a female goat though they will try to breed 100 percent. so if you do not want that then you need to have fixed (laughs) animals (laughs) i don't know you need to have fixed animals um you know whether you know get your goats weathered sheep weathered whatever what have you so that you don't have half you know sheep half half goat babies <laughs> is that a thing and well you'd be surprised at how many people don't realize that they can breed and so they toss in bucks and does of opposite breeds you know in the same pen they're like oh well i don't know they could breed and they're like well i mean he does have a penis and mm, yeah. she does have the other part so yeah well, but they can totally be raised together and be fine together. Obviously, just like you would want to weather your bucks, you know, you would for with your goats if they were all out intermingling, you would want to do the same here as well. Right. Um, You're talking very quietly. Just oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. So, personality-wise, if you think about it, your goats are like more like dogs. So, if you're like a dog person, they're very much like they're more playful. They kind of like want to be in your business. They're curious. They want to f shit up. You know, like <laughs> they like they like to get out of things. They're like escape artists. Um, they're intelligent, but they are they can be super friendly and great pets. Not that sheep can't, but sheep are more like cats. They're more aloof. They're just more like, mm, we're good. We're going to stay over here in our field. We're going to watch you from a distance, but we're good. But there there are some sheep that like if, you know, bottle. Yeah, the bottle, anything you bottle raise obviously is going to think of you as their mom and they're yeah. going to have attachment, you know, with humans. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, it all depends on how they're raised, but they, they both can be wonderful pets. Yeah. Um, and then but I like that analogy, the cats and dogs. That's good. I did too. I thought I of that like earlier. It. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that was a good one, huh? Because I was like, sheep are more like aloof. Yeah, for like sure. A cat, they're just like, maybe I'll let you pet me, maybe not. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, and then, <laughs> probably not though. Yeah, <laughs> feed me. And then the the goats, like dogs, are like, I'm gonna headbutt you because we're playing. <laughs> you like this, right? <laughs> like, no, no, polite pass. <laughs> they're like, Outie. too late. We're playing. <laughs> yeah. Ouchie, ouchie, hurdy, hurdy. Um. No, my, our little Nigies don't have uh, horns, though, which makes everything so much easier. Yeah, see, our, so ours do, easier. all four of ours. And the boys, the little girl's horns are, like, barely there because she's, like, something. She's, like, a dwarf, dwarf, 
goat because she's so, so tiny. So tiny. And so her tiny little horns are not even that big. Her brothers are huge and their horns are huge. And you go in there and they're like, it's playtime. <laughs> and they're just like ramming the side of your well, leg. Yeah. And See, you're and just even such in our, little in jerks one of our not goat meaning episodes, to be. Um, if you are looking to ha- to get goats and you want more information, we do talk more about goats in um, so episode six is uh, one of the most beneficial animals for your homestead. We talk about goats. Episode 14 um, is all about baby goats and basically how to like delivery and stuff like that. It's uh, what to expect when you're expecting goat edition. And then episode three is what kind of goats are right for your homestead. So if you can reference any of those episodes, if you wish. Um, But we haven't really talked too much about sheep. But in one of those episodes, we do talk about disbudding your goats. So you don't have to worry about their horns. And we talk about how... You know, it is just, it's beneficial in every way. And then Sherry's like, eh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, their horns are meant, they are meant to have horns. That's why they have them. Yeah. And, it, you know, their horns, they regulate their body temperature through their yeah, horns. And do. so it's kind of an important body part to but. keep. But they can wreak havoc. The, okay, the only reason I kept the Nigerians with their horns is because they're so tiny. And it was Honestly, manageable. And, it was, and it's, they're very manageable. The Nubians, only of the bigger goats, like they're just completely unmanageable. Like They just destroy fencing. And so, yeah, we just bud the, the Nubians for sure. Too yes. big. So the other thing with – okay, so with both goats and sheep, you have to trim their hooves. It's not an option. It's not like – I'm not going to do it. It's not an optional thing. They both need hooves trimmed, what, like once a month? Yeah, Every yeah. Every few weeks, Yeah, you know? I probably, I probably trim mine can... once a month. Maybe I'll, I might go a little longer here and yeah. there. Yeah, still, but so the, the winter is a really great time to trim your goat's hooves as often as you can because um, since they're sitting on the ground and it's wet, it's much easier for, to, to trim their hooves because they're, they're wet and pliable. Pliable. And when it's nice and dry out, I mean, their hooves are freaking hard, so... Just something to think about. But yeah, I probably do it every, probably every, I don't know, I want to say like six to eight weeks, to be honest. Yeah. And um, hoof trimming is very easy. You can totally learn how to do it. It's not difficult. Um, But the thing that sheep need, unless you have a breed of like a hair sheep, you have to shear them, unlike goats. Right. That you definitely can't do unless you know what you're doing. Well, so sheep have pretty thin skin, um, they do. They and do. it is like you can learn how to trim a sheep. Like just learn, oh, you know, absolutely. anything you want to do, you you know, do it. But you definitely need someone to show you. Have someone come by, you know, a friend, another homesteader, whatever. You can give a give them some money or trade them something, barter something, and they can show you a couple times until you're very comfortable doing it on your own. Yeah, we ha- used to have sheep a long time ago. Um, when we were younger and but we had the Barbados so they don't they're hair sheep so they we didn't have to worry about shearing which is awesome by the way it is awesome and Barbados you know they're they can be they have great personalities Um, there's three hair sheep correct here in the U.S. that you can get your hands on I don't know how to pronounce the other two no 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 you're thinking of dairy breeds oh am I Mm -hmm. there's three dairy breeds of sheep well there you go I just effed that up way to go (laughs) Shauna that's Anyways, um, we don't know a lot about sheep, okay? Or <laughs> your goat people, or your crazy goat people. But anyways, if you if you unless you do want, to, you're like, yes, I'm gonna shear sheep. That sounds great. Then I would highly suggest getting the hair sheep, like a Barbados. And there's others you can get because the shearing does it. You know, obviously it takes time and practice <laughs> to get good at it, yeah. all that. And it's just one more thing to add to your plate of already very well and and the full thing, things. Um, 
obviously it costs money to like hire somebody but if you have like a whole herd of sheep instead of like it taking like weeks to shear all your sheep because you don't really know what you're doing you could hire somebody to do it in like a day <laughs> right exactly yeah very good point you right know, yeah time. exactly time yeah. is money yeah exactly so depending on how many sheep you have i guess if you want to learn or not um but so people do just like dairy goats that we both sherry and i have dairy goats that we milk on a daily basis for all of the amazing milk that they produce you can milk a sheep i it's like it's kind of foreign to me i've never milked a sheep before but um, i mean obviously it would be the same exact thing as milking a freaking goat right you put them on the freaking stanchion and you clean them and you milk them and it probably obviously is, it's not difficult um so there are three there we go dairy breeds of sheep um in the united states yes so if you're other places you'll be like you're a liar or just for us in the united states that's where we live hello um <laughs> hello Aaron. you can read because <laughs> nice i can't you. read your handwriting since you wrote that um so the okay well i can't pronounce the other two but the one is east frisian which when i hear frisian i think of a horse so but apparently there's a sheep that is a frisian that is <laughs> and that's the main um dairy breed of sheep in the united states is very the, cool the East Frisian, because they produce so much milk and they have a long lactation period. So just like when you go to pick out what type of dairy goat you want, <clears throat> Sherry and I talked about this in those episodes we've mentioned before, <clears throat> when you're picking out your dairy goat, you want to pick it for your needs. So like we have Nigerians because the milk is delicious and it tastes like milk. It doesn't taste like that really strong goaty you know, it's, a, it's very similar to cow's milk in taste, but mm-hmm. you get all the health benefits of goat milk that cows that cow's milk just doesn't have. Um, and it just – it's delicious. And my kids love it, and they they drink it up. I mean, I can't – yeah, I'm going to have to get more goats. But if you're if, – <laughs> I know. If you're milking for, like, you want to make the, that really strong goaty cheese, you're not going to get that with Nigerians. You need right. To- yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Right. Exactly. If you want that – if you love the flavor of goat cheese, you need to get – like Nubians, they'll give you so much milk, and they have a very, very strong goaty milk. Toggenbergs. Have you ever tried to drink that yes. milk? What? No. <laughs> like, wow. You're like, it just tastes like you're drinking a buck. Have you ever smelled a buck? What a buck? <laughs> Ew. That's what it tastes it's like. It's so gross. It's an awful analogy. That's what it tastes like. So it smells gross. like what it, it tastes like what they smell like a buck smell, like that really strong bucky smell, like when they pee all over themselves. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> But it makes delicious cheese. Yeah, polite pass. <laughs> That's Good. what they were actually bred for. Right, you know cheese? That? Yeah, it was nice. a specific cheese. Specific. Uh, really strong, smelly cheese. If you like that, Toggenberg. Dad loves you. strong, smelly cheese. Yeah, so maybe you should get some Toggenberg yeah. so your dad makes some cheese. Yeah, don't tell him that. I know, right? Um, so what were we talking about? We're talking about sheeps versus goats. I said sheeps. <laughs> See, and then in the beginning of this, you said, I'm going to say, I'm going to say sheeps at least a couple times. And you know and what? This is your fault. It. I just said that. Yeah, it is. This is your That's fault. That's her fault. That's her fault. You're all I just said sheeps. <laughs> <laughs> I did at the beginning. I was like, I'm going to say sheeps at least once because I sound like an idiot. And Sherry's like, sheeps. <laughs> That's totally not very unlike me. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody knows now. I'm the smart one. That's right. <laughs> Uh, don't worry. By the end of the episode, they'll all know. <laughs> oh god! So, um, if you if you've ever had feta, feta is made from sheep milk. So 
There you go. Um, it is really high in calcium, so it helps with like osteoporosis and things like that. It's like super high in calcium for whatever reason. Um, and uh, but it, it it costs a lot to buy. And it, what did, what did we say? It was like fifteen to thirty dollars a quart or something crazy, which is insane. It's insane. <laughs> fifteen to thirty a quart <laughs> for yeah, it's insane for some sheep milk. Yeah. So if you want to get maybe into- we do want to get some sheep. Sell their milk and like, know, give me but your we money. We say we're gonna sell things like that, but then we're I like, know. this is for us. No, this is I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I we're, love we're, feta cheese. We're eating all of this. Yeah, it's good. No, well, the selling it's you know if you are thinking of selling milk and that's what you're getting, why you're getting into sheep or goat or whatever. So um, you need to take into consideration everything that comes with the selling. It's not just like freaking selling milk. You got to think, okay, how am I going to get my milk to the customers? Are they going to come to my place? Do I have dogs that are going to have to be locked up? Am I going to have to make a separate area where these people come? How am I going to keep the milk good while while it's waiting for the customers to pick it up? Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I used to buy raw cow's milk before we got into – we had Nubians that we were milking, but my kids hated it, so they wouldn't drink it. And I, I don't buy milk from the store. So I was buying raw cow's milk from this uh, farm up the way. And she had a really nice setup and you would pull into her driveway and she had a little, you know, in her barn area, she had a little mini kitchen in there and that's where she would have all the milk stored and she would label it for everyone. And she would, it was just on honesty basis thing. You would just put your money in an envelope and she like trusted you're going to. And you, you had to sign like a contract, blah, 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 because we're in California. Technically, you can't sell your milk here. But there's obviously always loopholes, loop always loopholes. So... <laughs> Anyway, something to take into consideration. Sorry, I can't speak. And also, yeah, more just goes into it. And then yeah, a lot more goes into your it. License and oh yeah, and that's that too, right? Depending on what state you live in or where you live in the, I don't know where you live in the world. There's going most definitely. There's probably laws that might inhibit you from doing that. So can can you feel your toes right now? Because I can't I feel can. my toes. You have awful circulation, so that's why you can't feel your toes. I feel like we might it's as well not just, that cold. We we're might not as well in the just Arctic. Done this outside. Like, <laughs> it is not that cold in the rain. <laughs> it's like dripping off the computer. This is working. It's definitely working. It is freezing back here. Um so yeah, so we did talk about a lot about sheep. And um, you guys have heard about goats. I feel like we didn't talk enough about goats. We, like we said, we're goat people. That's what we do, what we breed, what where we get our milk. Um, and uh, we have been, well, gosh, we've been had goats forever now. Yeah, we've had. I mean, twenty five plus years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, and so we are. You know, we know goats like we like do. the back of our freaking hand. But I think, I think what I all always didn't like about sheep was just that they do seem just dumber like no offense to all the sheep out there but yeah yeah for sure they just don't seem as intelligent or that they want to make a bond with you I guess right right you have to like try harder and right I don't like I'm not like like I'm a cat person okay like I which love is cats. weird I'm a dog and a cat I'm an everything person I well like I think again I think it's how they're raised obviously if you have a bottle raised like baby sheep they're yeah they follow you around i mean like a, they're gonna follow you around yeah. like a puppy and they're going to be yeah. like in your pocket so in your pocket you know so anyways yeah get it's out just, of my pocket <laughs> <laughs> the other term i was gonna say was rude so i won't oh yeah um i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> get out of there too <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't want you anywhere <laughs> um but we did have sheep at one point. It was 
it was brief. It wasn't very long. It was only for, you're mumbling. You're sorry, mumbling. sorry. It's fine. It was only for a couple years. It wasn't like a huge, like how we've known goats. So I guess we should we should give another try. We should give another. Try. I've been telling mom and dad to let's lock the alpacas up because I just really yeah they're not my favorite. And then let's get sheep to graze. You know, and do everything. And honestly, the sheep I think would do a better job. The alpacas really just suck. Like they're okay, but they really really want to eat the alfalfa and they can reach it because of where we feed all of our animals they're like and because of their height because of their height they can reach their heads Good over point. the fencing mm-hmm. they can access the the goat's alfalfa and they just freaking pork down on it and, and then they're like eh, i'm full now all those weeds can grow that's super fun for you have fun cutting them <laughs> like you are a bunch of freaking freeloaders you do have to remember regardless if you are getting your animals for grazing purposes or not um, like you have to supplement their feed if there's not anything to graze on. And we always do. Like they would get, the alpacas were super spoiled. They would get like at least a flake, maybe maybe like, a little less than a flake, like once, twice a day when, when there was all brown yeah, and the, dead and it's summer. Yeah, there's not getting any nutrition in the yes. summer. Some, some people live in an area where it stays green all year long, which is you'd probably – your feed bill's probably far less expensive because you just don't need to feed as much because they're getting all that super rich just from the grasses and things like that, all those nutrients. So that's, you know, but if you do live in an area where it turns brown, you can't just be like, well, screw you all summer. Like, hopefully you like chewing on that dead grass. (laughs) You have to supplement their feed at some point. Um, We have, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention about hoof trimming, back to that really fast, sorry, is... Depending on how big your pasture is, especially with goats, if they have a bunch of like rocks and they're like climbing up a mountain every day to like, you know, get to you and up to the barn or whatever, you'll have to trim their hooves less, right? And so something to think about when you are, um, if you're just getting into goats or maybe you have goats and you're like, oh, I do have a, a an area I could put them in that has a ton of rocks. You can put them in that area and they will you know, they, they keep their hooves trimmed all on their own by climbing the rocks. And obviously that's what they do in the wild. Obviously there's not a person going around the wild, all these goats being like, come here, goat, and time no, for your hoof me. trimming. No, I do it. <laughs> you would. <laughs> so um, that is something, because um, that's very true, by the way. Our We have our front pasture uh-huh, here and it has those rocks, yeah. tons of rocks. And I rarely have to trim. Like I just took one out thinking, I'm like, you know what? I haven't trimmed your hooves in a bit because I had the does I just done, the milkers. And... I got on the stanchion and she was like nothing. Like I barely had to touch her hooves. Whereas my milkers, and I don't know if it's because their diet is richer and just yeah, more. Yeah, they're getting oats all every exactly. day. Exactly. Because they're milking, they're, because they're it's lactating. It's probably multifactorial. But I, I swear I have to trim their hooves so often. It's insane. But they don't have a ton of rocks. They do have a rock, but they're like, Yeah, no. think like a, a, a woman that's taking her prenatals and her nails are growing super long, you know? Right, yes. She's getting Very all those good nutrients. analogy, yeah. yes. Like they get the oats and the lactating dough we give them or whatever. Right. Um, and so just they have a lot more vitamins, so their hooves grow faster. So you will have to trim. If you're supplementing and giving them lots of stuff and they're dairy animals, you'll probably have to trim their hooves more often. Right. I noticed that with mine. Like our, our big fat goats, the Nubians. Yeah. I... Never have to trim their hooves because they have all these rocks to climb on. They have a huge pasture that they're in. Right. They have lots of things to climb. Um, they don't climb as much anymore because they're fat. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to do that when you know. They overeating for sure. I like rarely feed them because they're just so huge. But they have so much pasture and you know oak trees and things to graze in and eat. They just like 
anyways, um, but my the Nigees, I definitely have to trim way more often. Yeah, I, I trim my Nigerian toes. Like, I literally probably do that, like, once every four weeks. It's, like, yeah. so excessive. It's weird. That's not I, – I think that's – no, I guess it's kind of No, excessive. it's excessive. Yeah. yeah it's excessive. It's excessive. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> the – you know, the goats, you don't have to worry about shearing a goat. Um, they just have, like, hair or whatever. But if you do have – depending on how large your herd is, you're going to still want to lock up the sheep or the goats – at night if you have a high predator load in your area um that you can't like you can put an lgd out with a herd and they would be fine you wouldn't have to necessarily lock them up um we lock up our we don't really lock up our nubians anymore they have horns and they're the devil and i think <laughs> and they're very big they're you know it, it, would, it would take a lot to take that thing down i think a mountain i mean would be they could but yeah, with their horns and stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're good, right? They're they have scary. like their own armor and protection. They're yeah. like, I oh, you're in my pasture. Yeah, you're dying. Yeah, but that's like the Nigerians. We we lock up. So I, it depends on your area, your predator load. But LGDs, the livestock guardian dogs, are always a great addition to any farm. So we've talked about those before too. Yes, um, and you can find that episode. Um, but yeah, anything else to add on goats or sheep? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we talked a lot about sheep, but we didn't say all how amazing goats were. We did. I mean, we we talked so much about dogs. goats, though. Yeah, we do talk a lot about goats. Goats are amazing, and they're great pets, and they're great. Again, they're not a grazer, though. You're going, they're a browser. Goats do not have top front teeth, and they, you need top front teeth if you're going to, you know, be Pear, biting bite off grass, a yeah. piece of grass. So something to think about, like if you want a, if you want your weeds taken down, then you want to lean more towards a sheep or an alpaca, a llama, those kind of things. Um, so the goats, though, will be very happy to take down. I mean, they eat poison oak. They will literally eat, like, pretty much anything. Um, so they're great for that. And they're just, like, I mean, I just love them. They're just great overall pets. My kids, we have many, many, many. Many pets. <laughs> many pets yeah, that I are very spoiled. not having goats. No, me either. Well, and and plus, you know, with the, you know, for the milk. And now, now I'm, you know, I'm really curious, actually, about the, Sheet milk? The sheet milk. I'm like, hmm, yeah, I, might, I might have to do this. This sounds really cool. Goats make great family pets, and I think it's a really good, like, starter animal for a homestead. Well, and especially, yeah, well, and especially um, your hardier varieties. So a pygmy, you're not, it's not a dairy animal, the pygmy goat. But if you were just looking to start out and you're like, we just want to get our feet wet a bit and we just want to get, like, a, a goat, you know, it's a fantastic goat to get because they are so hardy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just incredibly hardy. And they rarely get sick, anything like that. They are um, – they're a meat breed. Obviously, we don't use ours for meat or anything. But um, they're tiny. They take a lot less to feed than your average, you know, normal size goat. And they're just so, so sweet if they're raised correctly. And, you know, you spend a lot of time with them as a baby and stuff. But just a great first goat to start with. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. Or even a Nigerian. Not You don't have to necessarily breed them right away. Yeah, that's that too. Yeah, for road. sure. Any of like your miniature breeds, I think would be a great, of a goat, I mean, would be a, a great starter animal because you're not going to spend a lot to feed them. You're going to learn as you go and, okay, that, that just happened. Cool. Learning. Yeah. Filing that away for later. Yeah. I I agree. It's But it's all fun. I say get them all. Get all of it. <laughs> no, not at first. Don't do that. All of them. Everything at first. Surprise your spouse. <laughs> Look, honey, I bought 25 <laughs> sheep and 
10 goats? You don't have to start with Brought 25. Brought home two cows. Saying, just get everything all at once. Okay. It's an awful, <laughs> awful idea. Don't take Shauna's advice. <laughs> uh, because then you just have them, you know? Well, yes. And the highly unfortunate. Uh, well, look at that. We just have them. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wasn't thinking about that vacation in like two months. Well, no. If you're a what are we gonna do? never think about vacations. <laughs> definitely if you're just getting into homesteading and you're like i also like to travel those don't mix <laughs> well i mean if you like to travel often that doesn't mix like nope. we go on vacation once a year yeah as a huge family and that's about it you know like my, right now my parents are gone they, they've been gone for just one night um and you know i'm just taking care of their house animals and their dog up here and stuff or dogs but um yeah but and then we i guess have gone away you know like and then my parents watch. But see, see, but it sucks because, like, how we went to San Diego and mom and dad weren't there. Like, yeah, they were here to take care of my animals yeah. and your animals. We're but it really sucks close they family, weren't there. So we like to all be together all the time. Yes. Um, some people call us overwhelming, <laughs> which is rude. No, it's not rude. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it makes it difficult because when you're, it's hard if you have dairy animals and you need somebody milked. It's, that's very hard. I, yeah. So you need to be like, I need this goat. Not only do I need like my dogs and cats and all my inside animals fed, I need all my outside animals fed. And then I, you also have to milk twice a day. It's just asking a lot. Yeah. You know? So um, we should do a whole episode on that actually of like basically how you need to prepare as a homesteader for like going on vacation because it can be a big deal. Prepare and you have to cry a lot. <laughs> Prepare to be like five days before being like, oh my God, yeah. my pet sitter just told me she can't do it. Yeah, she told Holy me, shit. actually, this sounds awful. I never so want to milk another goat in my life. So I was rethinking and I don't actually want yeah. to do this. I had to, we went, what, when was that? When did I have them? I think, oh, I think our last Disneyland trip. I was having um, my boys, my teenage boys, they're really good friends. They're, they were adults at the time. And um, I mean the friends. And they... They were going to stay and take care of all the animals, which is a ton of work. But we, I walked them through it. And Faith, the, the girlfriend of the, my boy's friend, and um, he, she was like, oh, I want, I'll milk. Show me. Tr- teach me how to milk. I'll milk. And I'm like, I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, I can teach you. You're teachable. And then she tried and like, she was like, well, I, no, no. This is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I think people see it being done and they're like, well, that looks easy. And then they actually try. They're like, how, how are you doing that? Show me your magic ways. Yeah. And it, you know, it takes well, a bit to get into. How are you getting all the milk in the bucket and not everywhere else? <laughs> and how are you getting any milk out at You're all? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> so I had to, they fed and then I had to have. Uh, Lisa actually came and oh, milked. Oh, that's right. That's right. I she came and milked twice yeah. a day and then they yeah. fed. So you really need somebody yeah. to know what they're doing. You can't just be like, yeah, I can, I can try it. Nope. No trying. No. You have you, to know you what you're doing. Seasoned milker. Yeah. Uh, makes it much easier. But yeah, all the, all the problems of living on a homestead, but it's all worth it. Yes. Yes, we it is. We enjoy it a yes, lot. Yes, it is. We enjoy not traveling. Uh, we're homebodies, so <laughs> it works I'm for me. Really not. I mean, I kind of am half, half homebody, half Half out body. <laughs> I was like, how are you going to say that? And she said it. Yeah. No, I'm a homebody. I, if it wasn't for my children, I'd just stay home all day, every day. Yeah. Well, thank animals. God for your kids. I know. Shauna would be a hermit. <laughs> We'd be like going in there dragging Shauna out. She'd be kicking and screaming, I don't want to no. go out. You're like, no, you are going out. No. I you will it. see people. No. No, I don't need to. Look, I can talk to them through my microphone. <laughs> I don't have to see anybody. Around Hello. the whole world. <laughs> 
Anyways, that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and listening. And yeah. It- yeah. And let us know. Um, you can always reach us at ourkindofhomesteading at gmail.com. If you have any episode topics you'd like us to talk about, you can always reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Those links will be in the show notes. And if you could um, go to our Captivate website, link will also be in the show notes, and rate our podcast. And let your friends and family know about us because we're pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. You love us, so yeah, let them know. We love us, so. <laughs> Uh, But anyways, we will talk to you guys all next time. Have a great day. Happy homesteading. Bye.